This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal we have is to provide our listeners with some really good information about our local market. You wouldn't go into a a baseball game without a well-prepared game plan. Well, real estate's no different. We will provide you with that information that will help you make a well-prepared game plan so you'll be a winner in the real estate market. And part of that knowledge has to be your local market and what's happening here. So to help us with that today, we have Fresno City Council President Luis Chavez here. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, yeah. It's all, you've been on before, so you have no jitterbugs. Well, no. <laughs> and this, this can't be anything like running a city council meeting. No, I've been on hot seats before. This is the cool seat, so yeah. we're, we're good. All right. Well, and we also have Kim Huckabee here. Kim, good morning. Good morning, Don. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Sure. And um, you are our new government affairs director with the Fresno Association of Realtors. And we're going to keep you busy, by the way. I'm looking forward to it. And that said, probably Luis will keep you busy, too, with (laughs) housing (laughs) issues that come up that we we would have to talk to, you know, uh, hopefully get a voice on. So it's good busy. Yeah, that's right. Now, a little bit about Luis. You are homegrown, right? Yeah, Fresno. Grew up in Southeast. Uh, proud Roosevelt, uh, Rough Rider grad. So, I mean, I never really moved too far from there. Went to Fresno State uh, and then just decided to stay in my community. But I love I love Fresno. I love Southeast Fresno. It's like yeah. my pride and joy. And then I understand you went to Fresno City College, Fresno State. I did. So I was a Ram before I was a Bulldog. And I always remind them of that, especially when I'm on campus. They have the, um, the, the usual uh, trajectory of, of most Fresno folks. You go to Fresno City, and then you go to Fresno State. So I'm, so I'm half Ram, half Bulldog. So you say the usual trajectory. You didn't even know this, but that's what I did, too. Yeah. So I guess it is usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, uh, you're going to break the mold here, huh? Yeah, no, I did um... – Bakersfield College and uh, California State University, Bakersfield, which is trajectory down there. The roadrunner. Yeah, roadrunner. <laughs> that's right. I have a question for you, Luis. Yeah. Um, what this year you're serving as the city council president? Mm-hmm. How is that different than just being a city council person? It's very different. So uh, earlier I joked I said it's like herding cats at night with no flashlight. And I say that very lovingly for my colleagues. They, they, they know I love them. But it, it's a very different role. Um, as a council member, obviously, you're responsible for your area, your district. Um, I represent Southeast. Um, I think when you're the council president, you have to put on your, your citywide hat. Uh, you're running the meeting, making sure things are on time, making th- things are, are getting signed. Um, so you're, you're, it. You're, on, you're in the hot seat. Everybody is really uh, counting on the council president to not just run the meeting, but also obviously be the face of, of you know, any issue that comes up out in the community um, with constituents. And so I do a lot of traveling around the city and northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. Um, but I, I, love, I love my job. I really do. I really consider it a blessing. Um, I'm very fortunate to serve in this role, and, and I take it very seriously. Here's a question for you, and I had 
I've had to do this as because I've been involved with our association of realtors in leadership. Sometimes there's something, an issue that comes up that might be good for your company, but not good for all the realtors as a whole. Sure. And I'm sure you're faced with that sometimes. Something that might come up that's great for the city of Fresno, maybe not so much for District 5. Yep. How do you how do you wear those hats? It's a balancing net. It's like a tightrope walk, I think is the best way to describe it. But, I mean, I, I quite honestly, I did that before in my capacity. I was on the Fresno Unified School Board, um, the third largest school district in the state. And so I had to put on my district-wide hat um, and make sure that we're looking out and advocating for the interest of all kids. And I do that, you know, same thing with the city. Um, we want to make sure that we get reinvestment in older neighborhoods but that we balance that out with the city as a whole um, and that's really been the theme this past year as you know the pandemic has been very challenging for all of us so when we decided to move forward and and really uh, invest uh, in our community we did that citywide because the need is is great all over right and so i always joke with the mayor as you know we have a new mayor 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 dyer and uh, he talks about um, one fresno and so i always joke with him i say like, yeah we're one fresno many hoods yeah. so, so, so let's keep that uh, uh, in mind but he's been really great about just getting out there in the community we did a joint uh, cleanup about two weeks ago record number of volunteers over 178 and and so people came from all over the city that, that was really great and beautiful to see and so I think that's what you can expect from the city of Fresno going forward really coming together and, and looking out for each other and, and working towards that same goal so council president that's the hat that I that I wear and, you know, I'll serve this year. And um, next year I'll go back to being uh, the council member. But um, I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, enjoying the work right now. Mm -hmm. And you bring up a good point about being one Fresno, but many different mm -hmm. hoods. And it's I'm going to take this out further to the United States of America. You got yeah. 50 states, but we have one country mm -hmm. and we should all get along. And. Um, I know right now our country could sure use a big dose of unification, yep. but we could start with Fresno. Mm -hmm. Yep, we, 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 we've been doing that. And, you know, there's, there, there, there's a joke at City Hall. I'm, I think they started calling me Switzerland because I get along with everybody. And, and that's just my nature. I, I like to <laughs> collaborate with folks. And, you know, uh, Gary Bredefeld, a good friend of mine, he's a colleague. He's, we're probably like the opposite on the political spectrum but we're really good friends we have conversations and and i think that's how you get things done you you transcend those partisan you know angles and work towards what you do have in common and and, I, and that's the part that i enjoy about my role yeah it's not always about agreeing with somebody mm -hmm. it's understanding them yep right. yep and that's a critical skill set to be able to bring people together and yeah. set the politics aside to accomplish the work that needs to be done so mm -hmm. kudos absolutely we need more of that <laughs> yeah. Now, I have some interesting statistics for you, yep. and one at the very end that's going to make you smile, I promise. All right. All right. So, first of all, I want to give some 2020 statistics in comparison to 2019 for the just the city of Fresno. Not Fresno. You know, a lot of times on this show, we talk Fresno County. We talk Fresno Clovis. This time, just Fresno. So, in 2019... There were 5,673 sales. It dropped this year about 5% to 5,321. That doesn't mean the market is going bad. What that means is there aren't enough houses because, now this is from being on the streets, I can tell you. 
In 2019, if you made an offer on a home, good chance you were the only offer. And if there was other offers, maybe two or three, boy, now we're faced with 20 offers. Wow. Or yeah. more, yeah. Wow. So that would be 19 sales that didn't happen uh, off that one house. So then you go to the whole city of Fresno and you could see that 300 and something sh shortfall could have been made up with uh, just a few more houses. Mm -hmm. Now, prices also made a change. So from two, 2019 for the city of Fresno, the median price was 265000 compared to 290000 the following year. Wow. So, um, you know, prices have gone up, but so has the composition of the market. So there's a lot of newer homes, especially in District 5. Yes. In, yes. in fact, let's take a break from the numbers for a second. Tell us where District 5 is because my next set of statistics are going to be just on District 5. Perfect. I'll, I'll, I'll set it up. So District 5 is a, a, a very unique uh, part of our city, um, and it has such a diverse um, group of folks that live there. Um, I represent the older parts of, of, of Fresno, the Huntington Boulevard, uh, Kirkhoff area where, where I live, uh, but I also have the Sunnyside, um, uh, you know, part of, of my district, and I always divide it up along Peach. So Peach East is where you see all the newer developments, the newer homes. Um, Peach West is a little bit older, more uh, traditional historical neighborhoods, um, and, and so you have the, the, the two biggest high schools there. There's Roosevelt on, on the west side of Peach, and then there's Sunnyside, uh, you know, beautiful new uh, school has great programs there. Um, but I also have Clovis Unified and Sanger Unified within that area, which I think is what's driving a lot of the development out there. Um, we've seen, you know, homes being built there and sell in a matter of minutes, whether it's, you know, Bonadelli Homes or Lenar Homes or KB. I mean, the market is just so hot out there because of all the infrastructure that we've worked hard to put in. As you know, we, we went on online with a water treatment plant uh, down there that's going to serve that area. And so that's really been the magnet um, for what's happening out there. But, you know, very affordable homes, great school district, um, uh, great public schools. And that's a big, uh, it's a big selling point for, for folks out there. Yeah. And just, I'm just one realtor out amongst the 4,000. Want, want me to do a drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're good at that. <laughs> If this uh, city council thing doesn't work out, work out, maybe you could be a musician. I have a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, there goes my job. <laughs> um, all right. So I seem to be going out to your District mm -hmm. Five area, the Southeast Fresno, almost every day of the week, showing homes. It, it is a hot market. There's so many newer homes there, and the, they offer amenities like neighborhood parks. Mm -hmm and such so there's been some good planning that's gone into that and it's making it attractive and um it's it's a busy market so right. now that we know about where district mm -hmm. five is um compared to the city of fresno mm -hmm. oh wow all right so city of fresno had a median price of 265 mm -hmm. and District 5 had a median price of 266. All <laughs> so right. That was in 2019. So let's see what happened in 20. Fresno had a, a median price of 290. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, you're growing on them. Now, uh, District 5, 292. Wow. I'm going to say District 5 pr really does represent the city of Fresno, and the, the numbers mm -hmm. kind of show that. And with that, we better go to a commercial break. I think I'm a little overdue. So uh, stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio, we have Kim Huckabee, who is the new government affairs director. In a couple more weeks, I'm going to have to quit saying new and just say, <laughs> say you're Kim. Yes, All you right. will. <laughs> All right. And we also have Council President Luis Chavez here from District 5. And mm -hmm. I told you, I promised you at the uh during the first segment that I was going to give you one more statistic that was going to make you smile. You did say that. And I didn't do it. But here we are starting off the second one. So at least you get a, you're not going to get a quick ending. You'll get a long intro on this one. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm so waiting. <laughs> as of this morning, 29 active listings in District 5. Okay. Okay. That, that's not earth shattering. But this is the part that's going to make you smile. Guess how many foreclosures there are for sale in District 5? Mm, two. Ah, you're way off. Zero. Zero. That's, that's great. Great yeah. news. That's actually really great news. And for all the listeners out there, he right is on. smiling. Right on. Yeah, you know, I am. I am. <laughs> Guess how many short sales are out there. Now, remember, we're one year into a pandemic. Yep. There's all these people that are supposedly struggling. Mm -hmm. So how many of those are in a short sale situation where they're needing to s sell their home for less than what they owe. Oh, zero. Okay. There's a trend here. You, you're, you're looking at my notes or something, but I yes. I can see right through the paper, Don. <laughs> well, that's what I get for writing so hard. Okay, so yeah, zero. Zero short sales, zero foreclosures, one year into the pandemic in an area that previously was said to be mm -hmm. older, a uh, little yep, less yep. fortunate, uh, and yet people are making it. And, you know, one reason for the short sale, that, okay, here comes Donomics now, mm -hmm. <laughs> all right? That is, people have equity in their homes this time. You know, back in 2005, right. they didn't have equity because everybody was doing those 100% cash out refis. So as soon as your value went up 50,000, you'd cash mm -hmm. out. And, and go buy another RV, <laughs> right? Um, but now people have equity there and their fixed rate mortgages. Mm -hmm. So the loan balances are going down. In 2005, some of those exotic loans, yep. the loan balances actually went up. Very different circumstances. Yeah. So will are we going to revisit 2005 to 2010? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, and that's Donomics at its best. Don, <laughs> let me ask you a question. On those 29 active listings, how many are pending? I didn't pull that, but I'm going to... I would guess the majority, right? I mean, I'm, I'm going to say... No, those are actually active. Active, oh, okay, But I'm, I'm going to guess there's 75 mm -hmm. actives because mm -hmm. for the most part, for every uh, 100 listings... Three-fourths of them are already in escrow. 
Wow. Which is amazing. I mean, those are people that are actually, you know, putting down roots. They're invested. You know, those are the people that really the majority the majority of those folks that are moving into those new homes um lived in southeast in the older parts but but they still want to stay close to grandma and aunts and uncles so southeast is a very tight-knit community um and we've also gotten some transplants from like the bay area Mm -hmm. um i know that because i you know have my community little uh zoom meetings and so i get to know people and you know welcome them into the neighborhood and so that's been a big uh, plus for um, for Southeast Fresno to have that dynamic uh, play out. But 29, so 29 listings, right? Just to put things in perspective for your listeners. So the area in Southeast has about 80,000 people that live just in that district. So to only have 29 listings, I think is a, a pretty good indicator of how hot the market is um, out there. People are buying and they, they're wanting to stay, um, but 29 is like a, a, a small number, which probably leads into our next conversation of what's the plan for Southeast, the Southeast growth area, right? Exactly, because mm-hmm. not, we do need more inventory. You you hear realtors say that all the time. We need more inventory. But in, in your area, Southeast Fresno, mm-hmm. seems to be attracting buyers. So yep. a lot, if you're going to increase supply, you have to have the demand for it. And there sure appears to be that demand in that area. Absolutely. And I think that's been pent up for a while. Um, A good indicator of that, and and, and as you know, I think I mentioned this last time I was on the show, part of my job is to try to go out and recruit, um, you know, the uh, amenities. So, for example, stores, retailers. And that's one of the first things that they ask me. It's like, what's your population and what's their discretionary spending? And so in preparation for the big, you know, Fancher Creek Shopping Center that has only been coming for the last 16 years, but it's, it's happening this year, um, that's going to be a great amenity for the neighborhood where you can have shopping, restaurants, the movie theater. Um, that's cr- going to create even bigger magnet uh, for Southeast. We have the 180. That takes you right into the area in and out of downtown or anywhere. We have the new water treatment plant. uh, And right now we're working on obviously securing water to make sure that we can sustain that growth that we know is coming. Just some raw figures so folks understand. So earlier I referenced 80,000 that live in in Southeast District 5. So we just got our preliminary census numbers that outline how much did this, what percentage or, or what amount the city grew by. We have an additional 60, approximately 60,000 new residents in the city of Fresno in the last 10 years. So we're going to be adjusting that. And guess what? All of those folks need somewhere to live, right? Whether it's a single home residential or a multifamily or a condo or whatnot. So I think we can expect that trend uh, for the next at least 18 to 24 months uh, for the market to be that that hot. And earlier we talked about the vacancy uh, rate for rentals. I think it's 2% or, or fluctuates between 1.5%, 2%. Um, that's a big indicator of just how much pent-up demand we have here for housing. Um, and, and quite honestly, that's going to be one of the biggest challenges that this council tackles. How do we sustain the uh, inventory of housing for our residents that we know are growing leaps and bounds. Um, we've got a plan that we're going to be unveiling here in the next month or so, working with the mayor, working with the council, um, but folks can just uh, keep an eye out for that uh, comprehensive uh, growth plan for the city of Fresno. There's, there is another growth plan in place called mm-hmm. SEGA, Southeast mm-hmm. Growth 
area. Southeast growth uh, area. We call it Southeast growth or Southeast development uh, area. It, it varies between those two. Um, the plan I'm referencing is a citywide plan. So Northwest, Southwest, um, every, and everything in, in between, right? Whether it's infill, whether it's uh, multifamily down in, in, in downtown area, there's right now a waiting list of six months for people that want to live downtown. And so we know that that uh, demand is there um, as well. And so I think that housing is going to be like the next critical, uh, you know, challenge that we tackle. Um, it's everywhere right now. Yeah, yeah. So there is a shortage not only for homes to purchase, but also for homes to rent. Mm -hmm. So um, in Fresno is a beautiful place to live. Absolutely. W within... On the same day, you can be in Yosemite on a one-day trip and be home at night. You can go to the coast and be home at night or spend a couple, three days. But it's we're so centrally located. Um, the weather's great. Great freeways, yeah. parks. Mm -hmm. Speaking of freeways, that is really, I think, once the city was able to put in the infrastructure mm -hmm. to southeast Fresno, that's when it took off. Yep. So you ended up with the 180 freeway being completed. Now, I know that's Caltrans, not City of Fresno, but somebody had to poke the stick, right? And it was Measure C money, too. So it was ah. a local, some local revenue as well that helped in that uh, effort. Thank you for pointing that out. Yep. That one passed me by, right, right. Um, just like most of the drivers do on the 180. <laughs> 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 I told my uh, mechanic the other day, I said, you know, last time you worked on it, did you do anything to the odometer because or the speedometer, I said, I looked down and it said I was doing 85 and yet a FedEx truck was passing <laughs> me by. And, I, and I wasn't even passing. delivery. <laughs> yeah. No, but I wasn't passing anybody. So I, I think something's up there. Oh man. All right. But not only did the 180 go in, but Sunnyside High School, mm -hmm. which, and I believe that was the first Fresno Unified High School in 40 years. Was back in uh, 2000. Well, my sister was actually the first class that graduated in 2003. Uh, but also important to note, um, if you drive out by Fowler and Jensen, Sanger Unified just finished their beautiful new educational complex out there. I just toured it a couple of weeks ago. I'm at about a little over that month, month and a half, and it is a beautiful, state-of-the-art top-notch school that's going to have all these programs for our kids whether it's vocational uh, tech um, it's pretty much like an all-in-one and so if you look at their major uh, footprint that's going to be a pretty massive educational complex by the time they finish out their phases I think they're in phase one or two out of three um, but uh, uh, amazing educational amenities for our kids and that's going to be another magnet um, talking about infrastructure for the area Right? You mm -hmm. want good schools, you want transportation accessibility, you want water. I mean, the recipe is there for growth. Yeah. Speaking of water, another draw to that area of town is Fancher Creek mm -hmm. and the, the hiking and biking that it offers. Yep. So back in 2018, um, I, I introduced and, and got approved what's called the Fancher Creek Parkway Act. And it essentially, uh, you know, outlines and, and works with the community to do a walking, biking, um, and scenic um, trail down there. We don't really have those amenities in, in Southeast. And so this is kind of the first one that's gonna be a top of the line, uh, comprehensive approach. And so residents from the area there are now working on developing that plan 
We got a grant from the state for $280,000. It's already about 60, 70% complete. But by the time it's complete, it's going to run um, essentially all along Fanshawe Creek and then connecting to where the county uh, is also developing their trail. So we're going to have that connectivity for folks to ride their bikes out there, walk, um, just, you know, recreate and have some some nice, uh, you know, uh, nature walks, so to speak, out there. They love that stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Amazing that you're you've you're pulling that one off and when do you think that'll be completed well it's already it's already being built so folks that um, go out there with all the new developments they're actually paying for a lot of the infrastructure these developments that are coming up and so the city is going to come in and and match some of those dollars so we're thinking in about a year and a half two years we should have something really nice that connects the neighborhoods really well to the shopping center um, that's being built there as well. And does it go from the shopping center to the east? It goes from the shopping center, which has a transportation uh, hub area. So our bus rapid transit system will have a major uh, docking station there. So everybody could ride the bus, get their shop, take a walk, ride your bike, uh, and it'll essentially stretch all the way eastward uh, past Temperance uh, along the creek uh, way. All right, that'll be Mm -hmm. fantastic. And ironically, how long have we waited for the San Joaquin River Trailway? Oh. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, just, I'm, I'm hoping to get it done before they get it done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to our next commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we have City Council President Luis Chavez here. I should say Fresno City Council. We are a 50,000-watt station. Sorry to all of you in Merced and Bakersfield. Uh, um, I just went with Fresno. Point taken. (laughs) All right. And we also have Kim Huckabee, who is the Government Affairs Director of the Fresno Association of Realtors. Notice Thanks, I didn't you say, didn't say new. new not yeah. new anymore as somewhere, of today. Somewhere between the second and third mm-hmm. segment, you you weren't new anymore. I didn't say old. Jeez. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> All right. Um, and the bad part is these are podcasts too, so I can always get in trouble. <laughs> All right. I, one of the great things about being a realtor is that we're on the streets we see firsthand we deal with people and see why they're doing what they're doing uh what their needs are yeah their motivation um i just recently had one and in your district Mm -hmm. he he bought in a newer subdivision over there by um jensen and clovis okay couldn't believe how driven and motivated this guy was we lost nine offers uh, and he was a veteran, so oh. getting a VA loan, mm-hmm. and oh. we lost for, oh, we don't like VA loans. I don't know, you know, It's competitive why? out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two, we were underbid, one thing and another. He, But he never lost focus. And th- this is one of your constituents, and, right. and, and it's going to show you why people want and, and need a home. Mm-hmm. He was driven because he said, and I asked him, well, you know, how come you're not giving up? How come you're 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 still going he said i have a little baby girl coming in july mm. and i want to give her the safety the security of our own home right on never wavered he's in that home now Beautiful. yeah close the escrow and uh 
ironically, out of all those offers we made, I swear, he got the, the he ended up with the best one of the bunch. So that that right there captures what home ownership means to so many. Like it's stability, it's security, it's it's a home. It's the American dream, right? And we're mm -hmm. trying to make that accessible for everybody. And I think that story just captures why it's so important for people to be able to own their own homes. It's critical. And I think that that's also the number one reason driving our market right now. Low interest rates certainly help. Fixed interest rates certainly help. Mm -hmm. But it's that new found newly uh well that appreciation for a home and what it means mm -hmm. and what it can build right i mean yeah mm -hmm. yeah it really is an opportunity to to build wealth and achieve all that encompasses yeah. the american yeah. dream yeah i remember my parents um, bought our home uh, that i grew up in for seventeen thousand dollars on a four percent fixed rate va loan our, the payment was like $99 a month, and they were complaining they could barely make it. Wow. So they made me go out and get a job when I was eight years old. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're very successful, Don, so. There you go. Uh, in, anyway, let me give you some statistics that came directly from the source, and that would be the Fresno Multiple Listing mm. Service. So we didn't hire... Survey Monkey. We didn't hire, you know, anybody like that to do this for us. We did it ourselves. And the question, a couple of big questions. Um, who's buying all these homes? Why is the demand so great? Why is the supply so low? Mm -hmm. So this, uh, we asked our agents uh, during the months of September, October, and November of 2020. Yeah. So well into the pandemic, um, but also there was a big upswing happening. Mm -hmm. This is a very positive sign. 87% of the buyers were owner occupants. Wow. Those investors are not um, there. It's hard to compete with somebody that wants to use the home also. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that was a good one. Now we're all hearing the, the stories that ah, they're all coming from San Francisco. Well, here's one. So we asked the question, where did the buyers relocate from? 78% mm -hmm. came from the local area. Yep. Only 8% came from Northern California, 4% mm -hmm. from Southern California, and 4% from out of state. Mm -hmm. So really what you have is, um, and I know someone's going to quickly do the math and say, hey, that doesn't add up to 100%. It doesn't. There was a few <laughs> odd answers in there. The margin of error. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, this, because the interest rates were so low, it allowed someone to sell their $300,000 home mm -hmm. and buy a $400,000 home that might be good for their growing family or their growing needs for the future and keep almost the same payment. Mm-hmm. And they had, and this is a great thing, they had equity in that $300,000 home because they didn't do cash out refis. Um, they had a fixed rate interest rate that was dropping. Now, that's, that's called the move up buyers. Mm -hmm. 
but 51% of the buyers were first time home buyers. Wow. So that is really encouraging. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, um, all right. So that, that's the demand side. Now let's go to the supply side. Um, where did your sellers move? Well, 59% moved inside the local area. So they, they stayed here. They said, you know, things might be tough, but this is the best place there is. And I'm going to concur. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Mm-hmm. However, 18% moved outside of California. Mm. And um, so I think that lessens a lot of the rhetoric that we're hearing, that everybody's moving out of California. Mm-hmm. Well, 18% is a big number, but it's not that big. And 81% of the buyers are, are owner-occupant, mm-hmm. so it's not investors scooping things yeah. up. Right. So how do, in your housing plan, do, does that fit the narrative? Yes, so um, I, I, the, the statistics that you just gave, Don, I think just underline the never-ending conversation that the city has had for the last 25 years. So we go through, uh, you know, these ups and downs and debates about, okay, how should the city of Fresno grow? Do we grow out? Do we grow up? Um, I don't think it's an either-or proposition. Mm -hmm. I think it's a both-and-and. I think we can grow strategically and then also work on the infill uh, piece of the conversation. Um, I've been at City Hall for, for 10 years now, right, as, as a staffer, as a council member. So I've seen a lot of these conversations um, evolve. Um, but I, what I can tell you is the statistics that you just gave is exactly what the city of Fresno should be providing for all of those folks, from the 51% to you know the other um, uh, new residents uh, that, that we have. Um, we need to be able to keep up with the demand and the housing crisis, and I'm going to call it a housing crisis because the supply um, has not kept up with demand, um, is literally a problem that we can build our way out of, no pun intended, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But You uh, worked on that all night. Yeah, I, I, I set it up. But, but, but I've had this, this conversation with, obviously, my, my colleagues with the new uh, mayor coming in with um, folks that uh, work in the building industry, um, and they agree. And, mm-hmm. and, and here's, I know we're talking today about, um, you know, the, the local market, but one of the reasons uh, we see um, uh, developments happening around Fresno is because we've made it so difficult and restrictive to build here in the city of Fresno. So it's counterproductive to what we actually want to accomplish, which is have you know these developments closer to the freeway, closer to downtown, closer to where folks work. And so I think that to me is one of my biggest priorities. Everybody knows it's no secret. I'm, I'm pro-growth. Um, I think you know representing Southeast, I want those same neighborhoods that are you know sprouting up in my area to be in Southwest and Northwest um, and and everything in between, because that's how we're gonna allow people the ability to afford a piece of the American dream. Like, will you just describe that story mm-hmm. is our, is what Fresno is all about. And, 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 and for me, I think that's gonna be one of my biggest priorities um, as, as council president to ensure that we have that supply so that we can have not just 29 listings, but 129 listings available for, for folks. Mm-hmm. 
they'll be gone next month too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure. In, in fact, I didn't. I'm just going to guesstimate on this one, but I'll, I'll bet you the av- or the typical number is closer to 250 listings mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was selling real estate back when the normal marketing time was three to four months, and that's when you got your first offer. Now my la- last listing I took, after about three hours, I was ready to panic. <laughs> like, I don't even have an offer yet. <laughs> hey, waiting. Over a 1,000 um, single-home residential units that are in the queue right now in my district alone. I just saw the, the tally before I walked over here uh, from City Hall. That's incredible. All right. So, so. There, there's hope in the future. And when we get mm-hmm. back from this next commercial break, I want to talk about the future of Fresno. Sure. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, with Kim Huckabee from the Fresno Association of Realtors and Luis Chavez, City Council President from Fresno City Council. And um, so... We were just talking in the past segments about some of the things happening around Fresno. What's happening in the future, too? What uh, what can we sit back and say, okay, we heard this show in April of 2021. Mm-hmm. What's it going to look like in 2022, 2025? Sure. Well, earlier I, I referenced the additional residents that, that the city of Fresno has received, right, the 60,000-plus Residents, so so we're growing. We're 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 in that phase where we're not a small city anymore. We're over half a million, um, which means that we have to start creating more amenities, more venues uh, for our population, so that they don't have to travel to Southern California or Northern California. And so I think you can expect a a a pretty robust um, nightlife that we're going to be working on to attract more folks to come to Fresno. Uh, downtown area, as you know, has been. Uh, just growing leaps and bounds. There's an old saying that our uh, city manager has in, in at City Hall. He says, "I want to don't show me another plan." He's like, "I got a ton of those uh, on my on my cabinet." He's like, "I want to see cranes in the air." That's like the motto. We want to see cranes in the air. That to me is 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 progress. That to me is actually tangible results. Right. So mm-hmm. so Fresno is going to grow. Um, we're obviously going to grow, um, you know, in, in Southeast, um, you know, the, the Sega area, uh, Northwest, um, people can expect that area to grow as well. They have a lot of great amenities. My colleague, uh, and good friend, council member Carbasi represents that area. He's been on top of it, uh, making sure that it's getting, uh, beautified and cleaned up, um, which segues into what probably one of the most successful programs that our uh, mayor Dyer has implemented has been the cleaning up the freeways um, if, if folks drive down 41 180 they see that a lot of those uh, encamps and tents are disappearing we're housing people putting them into where they you know should be in the first place um, but beautify Fresno is 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 something that is um, it's literal but it's also a little bit of a metaphor it's about taking pride in your city and making sure that it looks good and what's going to be very helpful to your question on about what's the plan for the next you know couple of years um, the city of Fresno is slated to receive 177 million dollars from uh, the, what's called the uh, ARP funds so we're going to receive half of that this year half of it next year what we're going to do is come up with a investment plan 
that um, really spruces up um, those older neighborhoods, which again, contributes to rising property values, right? Repaving streets, um, fixing curbs, sidewalks, completing a safe route to school, um, putting in some nice uh, median islands in, in neighborhoods. And so a lot of those bread and butter issues where we're trimming trees and you know, making sure that our, our city is clean and, and beautiful, I think is going to help the overall market and, and making us even more marketable than we already are. I mean, you referenced, you know, the shortfall there of the inventory. Um, but what about those uh, older neighborhoods that we know our, our realtors are still out there selling? Uh, somebody drives up and, you know, and they see a pothole. They don't like that, right? Maybe it makes the home a little bit less. But if they pull up and it's a brand new street, uh, then it's like, hey, this is this is a nice uh, historical neighborhood, but it has all the amenities. So that's what you can expect, uh, more investment uh, in our infrastructure. Um, our water treatment plant uh, is going to be key to ensuring a, a safe water supply. Not a lot of cities around us have those uh, investments in infrastructure. So it's going to mm -hmm. be more difficult and costly for them to keep up with Fresno. But I think that's what you can expect. People are going to try to keep up with Fresno and um, they can try, um, but um, we, we, we've got our ducks in order here uh, in the next couple of uh, years. You referenced ARP. What does that stand for? A a American uh, Rebuilding Plan. It's the federal uh, uh, you know, uh, program that just came out. Cities uh, across the, the U.S. received um, uh, dollars mm -hmm. to invest in their communities. Um, and as you know, there's also an infrastructure bill that's making its way through, uh, you know, D.C., uh, I think Fresno is slated to get very similar amount, maybe a little bit more than the amount I referenced of 177 million, but all of that's going to go to investing in, in, in the long-term uh, infrastructure of, of our city. Let's talk about something we can do right now. Hmm? Let's say the Fresno Association of Realtors came up with this brilliant idea to beautify five. Hmm? That's district five. Hmm. All right. What would you recommend that we do? We could get a group of people together, um, whether it be picking up trash along a, a, a street mm -hmm. someday or mm -hmm. holding workshops or what? How about all of the above? <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen uh, that coming. I, I have the neighborhood that we should focus on outlined already. I've got the rakes, the gloves, the bags. We got everything. So. Uh, Mark Standriff does a great job of, of coordinating Beautify at Fresno at, at City Hall. And uh, I, we've got him, you know, looped into everything we do. And he has a couple of dates already outlined for um, Southeast Fresno that we could, first of all, thank you for, for, for wanting to come and help in, in Southeast. And we could get the realtors and volunteers that you can secure. Um, that would be amazing. The last one we had, we had about 177 volunteers we were done in two hours because of the manpower. So we could get that, perhaps folks show up morning. Um, we bribe them with donuts and coffee. So oh, you'll get the realtors there. That, <laughs> and, and, and considering that it is Southeast Fresno, we also have uh, you know Mexican sweet bread, pan dulce. So that's, that's like donuts on steroids for those that, that, don't, that don't know. Um, but more than happy to accommodate that. Um, we can work on coordinating with Mark, my office, and we'll, we'll get that set up. And thank you guys for, for offering. Okay.
That's exciting. That's exciting. We're on it. Will you help me with that, Kim? I absolutely will. (laughs) I see you wrote it down, so I... I I did. Yeah, I've been so impressed, um, you know, since I moved here with how much Fresno is doing. I see people out there picking up trash. I'm watching the news and Beautify Fresno is going on. It's just, it's impressive. And, um, you know, I'm proud to be part of this community. And this looks like a great start. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Fresno County is such a great place to live. I mean, first of all, the weather is good all right sure it gets to be 105 sometime but it's dry heat mm-hmm. right, that's a lot better than 95 in yeah. baltimore maryland yeah. <laughs> um we're locally we're so so close to everything um you know around the state not to mention the beautiful mountains that we have just to the east um the other day nice clear day and you could see those snow snow peak mountains yeah. uh, that, that makes it all worth it. It is. And, and I know we didn't get a chance to touch on it. I think I'm, we're running short on time. But I know we're speaking about residential units, but this is directly connected to that. Um, as you know, we have a lot of um, uh, warehouses and distribution centers here. Um, a lot of those folks need somewhere to live. Um, and Amazon, Ulta, uh, a number of other uh, folks that are going to be coming uh, are, are going to need housing. Workforce housing. Huge. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so a lot of those residents that live in my district actually work in Amazon and Ulta. And guess what? They have to get in their car, drop their kid off at school, and in five minutes they're at work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the kind of community that we want to build. Like you live, work, and play in a small area. You don't have to travel long distance and get to enjoy life. That's right. the goal. It's all about the quality of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always felt like Fresno County had its own special quality of life because we're far enough away from Southern California, Northern California to where we are our own identity mm-hmm. yep. and our own huge island. Mm-hmm. And with that, I want to thank you, Council President Luis Chavez, for coming in, spending your time today. And it was a fun, enjoyable, and good show. Always is. Thank you. And Kim, thank you for coming and sharing your, your knowledge too. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. We really appreciate you. And uh, we'll be back next week. We have a loan officer on, Doug Hefner, who's going to, we're going to talk a lot about affordability. What makes all these homes so affordable now? Well, tune in and find out. See you all next week.